This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Let's first of all pray. Father, now we come to you, Lord, as we open our Bibles, Lord, and open our hearts. We pray, Lord, that you will not disappoint us this morning but feed us from the bread from heaven, we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, if you turn in your Bibles, please, to Daniel chapter two. We're gonna continue Daniel chapter two and uh, this very exciting passage here in, uh, in, in, uh, in the Bible and Daniel two. Let's uh, follow along, please, in verse 31, 231, Daniel two, Verse 31, did you all find Daniel? It's in that part of the Bible that's difficult to find. <laughs> okay, Daniel, let's see, page 1,112 in my Bible. Okay, okay, Daniel chapter two, verse 31. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that, the, that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream. And we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings. 
For the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of heaven hath he given into thine hand and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. And after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron. For as much as iron breaketh in pieces, it subdueth all things. And as iron that breaketh all these, it shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be devoted, divided, and there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with the miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron, part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. But it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof certain. Okay, now, background. The king of Babylon here, we're talking about Nebuchadnezzar here, he has a very terrifying dream, and he can't remember the dream, which was all the more terrifying. He just knows he's terrorized by this dream, but he doesn't remember what it is, and it left him in a state where he had to know what the dream was and what it meant. And since none of the people that he relied on, called the wise men, could reveal the dream to him, he ordered them all to be killed, which also included Daniel and his three companions. But Daniel asked the king for more time to pray. And Daniel got the revelation from God, and then he rushed into the king, and he would ask the king, save the lives of the wise men, don't kill anyone. And Daniel then told the king, that the Chaldeans, that he and the Chaldeans were, were, were looking to false gods, but that there was a true God in heaven, and he was the one who revealed the dream to Daniel. So Daniel then does not what none of these wise men can do. He reveals the dream to the king, which is in verse 31. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image. That great image was brightness, was excellent, stood before thee, and the form there was terrible. So what the king saw in his dream was a great image, like a, like a statue, like, a, like a, a, a person. It was a man. And this is the way that God chose to speak to the king, because the king Nebuchadnezzar, he had a lot of statues, and he was a man that admired statues. So this was right up his alley when it says in verse 31, there stood before thee this very imposing figure that had a special message for the king. And the figure of the man, it says the brightness in verse 31 was excellent. It means that in the Aramaic, it means that it was preeminent. It was very preeminent. It was like glowing. And it struck terror in the king in verse 31. The form thereof was terrible. Now, in these verses, verses 32 to 33, Daniel now 
and also 44. Daniel now describes eight parts of the body of this statue, of this man that the king saw in his dream. And in verse 33, verse 32, this, verse 32 through 33 and 44, the image's head, that's the first part, was a fine gold. His breast, second part, his arms of silver, his belly, his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet, part of iron, part of clay. Verse 44, thou sought the feet and toes. So this is the message. Head, breast, arms, thighs, legs, feet, toes. The key to this message was in the head. What happened, what the head was, what happened to it? The breast, the arms, the thighs, the legs, the feet, and the toes of this man that the king saw in his dream. And the king was, was we gotta remember what was happening to the king before he had this dream. King was sitting there, he was pondering how great his kingdom was, how there was no stopping him, no kingdom was able to stand against him, and he was just getting greater and greater, and he was wondering about the future and how great his kingdom was gonna become in the future. The king was enjoying, at this point, the pride of his life, and the king looked around the kingdom and he was satisfying the lust of his eyes. And the king was thinking about how any desire he had would be satisfied. Any lust of the flesh that he had would be satisfied. He was enjoying all that the world had to offer, all that is in the world, according to 1 John 2.16. 1 John 2.16, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, of the world, and this is where the king was at. And as said, so he's at the height now of his pride. And God hates pride. So God steps in, and he steps in because it says in Proverbs 6.16, Proverbs 6.16, these six things does the Lord hate. Seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, tops the list, a proud look. God resists the proud, gives grace to the humble. This king was not humble, he was proud. So the king in his pride is thinking about all that, that he had and the future that lay before him, and it's in this state that God steps in to tell the king what's going to happen, how it's all gonna end. Just like it says as it goes on in 1 John 2, 16, when it speaks about all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And then verse 17 says, and the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. And this is the message in this image that the king saw in his dream. It's that first John 2:17 message, the world passes away, and the lust thereof. And the dream was an explanation from God to the king of the future. Now, the king in his dream sees a stone, a very strange stone, and it breaks the image in verse 34. Thou sawest, verse 34, thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron, clay, and break them to pieces. So the hit from this stone was so, so tremendous 
that in verse 34 it says it break them to pieces. The image falls after it's been hit by the stone. The stone hit the image with such a tremendous impact, it was so great that it pulverizes the image and it becomes like the chaff that's blown away. And the stone then that had hit the image becomes a great mountain that fills the earth. It fills the whole earth. It says that in verse 35. It says that then the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, this gold broke into pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors and the wind carried them away. No place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. And then Daniel said to the king, that's it, in verse 36, this is the dream. We'll tell the interpretation. So he gives, he gives to the king this very simple description of the dream, and then he says, that's your dream. That's it. Daniel said that he and his, his companions, his friends, would explain carefully to the king what it meant. What was the interpretation? What was the message from God from this image and what happened with the stone and the different parts of the body. So, verse 36, we will tell the interpretation. And first of all, he starts off, Daniel starts off by telling the king, this is where you fit in to this message in verse 37. Thou art king, thou, O king, verse 37, thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, strength, and glory, he goes on and he says, in the end of verse 38, thou art this head of gold. You, Nebuchadnezzar, are the head of gold. Of course, the king's very interested to see himself in this dream, in this image here. He's the head of gold, the head was, but then he sees the head was smashed, which told the king, your days are numbered. And they were. Nebuchadnezzar of the Chaldeans, it was the king here, the kingdom of Babylon lasted 71 years. The Jews were in captivity during part of that, the 70-year captivity. Nebuchadnezzar lasted 45 years. That's this king. The one who came after him, Evil Merodach, he lasted 23 years, and then there was in the third one, there's Belshazzar for this kingdom of Babylon that lasted seven, three years, so altogether 71 years. I mean, just think of it. I mean, Babylon looked so solid, and the Jews looked so weak. They were slaves, they were in captivity, but it all changed as God spoke to the next kingdom, which was involved a king called Cyrus, Cyrus the king. And he released the Jews, as first a small group, to go and rebuild their temple in Jerusalem, and then they all left. And today, there's no Babylon. There's no Babylon today. If you went to people in that day and said, there will be a coming time when there's no Babylon, they say, no, impossible. Yes, it is. We just are reading about it in this history book of Daniel. We read about it in other history books. We find some recovered ruins of Babylon. But today, the Jewish people continue. And what a thrill it is to go to LAX, to go to Los Angeles International Airport, and to look at those planes, and then you see all of a sudden this plane that's coming there, it's blue, and it has a Star of David 
on its tail. It has a Mogan David on its tail, and it's the LL playing the National Airline of Israel. And you realize when you see that and you see the plane coming in with all the other planes, it goes, this is a nation among the nations. All those other planes, Thai Air, American Airlines, all the other ones are represent nations. And there's the plane of Israel, LL, and it's standing today. And you never would have thought that from this time when Nebuchadnezzar had them all in captivity. But God said about Babylon in Isaiah 14.4, Isaiah 14.4, thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased, finished. Now Daniel gives the, the king the bad news. The bad news is in verse 39, after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and in a third kingdom of brass, and which shall bear rule over all the earth. God was angry with Nebuchadnezzar because of his pride, because God had promised, he said that, Jeremiah 25, 11, Jeremiah 25, 11, the whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. And Jeremiah 27, 5, Jeremiah 27, 5, God says, I made the earth, the man and the beast that are upon the ground by my great power and by my outstretched arm and have given it to whom it seemed meet to me. And now have I given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, my servant, and the beasts of the field have I given him also to serve him. And all these nations shall serve him and his son and his son's sons until the very time of his land come. And then many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of him. So the second kingdom that God said was going to come that replaced Nebuchadnezzar came, and that's the kingdom called the Medes and the Persians, the Medes and the Persians. It was made up with two rulers, Darius, who was a Mede, and Cyrus, who was a Persian. And they were in alliance with each other, and that's why there's two arms that are represented in the image. And that lasted 130 years. That's the kingdom of the Medes and the Persians. It was inferior to Babylon in terms of wealth, in terms of gold and so forth. But the Medes and the Persians were the second kingdom. Then Daniel explained to the king, a third kingdom is coming. A third kingdom is gonna replace the second kingdom of the Medes and the Persians. He says in verse 39, and another third kingdom of brass which shall rule over the earth. This is the kingdom of the Greeks. The third kingdom is the kingdom of the Greeks under Alexander the Great, who made it a great kingdom. Alexander bragged that he had conquered the world. And then Alexander sat down one day and he cried because there wasn't another country for him to conquer. But with all of his greatness, all of the greatness of Alexander the Great on June 10th, one night, Alexander the Great, in his palace, which was actually the palace of Nebuchadnezzar II, he was gasping for airs, chills. He was in sweats. He was in fever because typhus had spread throughout his body. And finally, he couldn't breathe any more, and he died at the age of just 32. He was all he was, 32 years old. And then Daniel explained that there was a fourth kingdom coming that would replace the third kingdom in verse 40. 
Verse 40, and the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces, subdueth all things, as iron breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces. This kingdom, this fourth kingdom, is characterized by the words, this kingdom shall be as strong as iron, and break in pieces and bruise. That's how this kingdom is described, a breaker and a bruiser and strong. This is the kingdom which is known for its strength and its particular cruelty. Every place this kingdom spread out to, they were strong and they brought their enemies into subjection by terrorizing cruelty. This is the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire that destroyed the Greeks, that scattered the Jews, that was very cruel to break in pieces and bruise. This was the empire that lined the roads with the bodies of the enemies that they had crucified, they had tortured to death by crucifixion and left on crosses for everyone to see along the roads. The Romans struck terror in the heart of man and they were the ones that popularized and had the wide use of the public torture of crucifixion. Then God told the king that as strong as this fourth kingdom was, the Romans, and as cruel as this fourth kingdom was, the Romans, that it had a flaw. And the flaw was in the feet. In verse 41, whereas thou sawest the feet, the toes, part of potter's clay, part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou saw the iron mixed with miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron, part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. This is the flaw that was in the Roman Empire. The toes, in verse 42, the toes were part of iron and part of clay, partly strong, partly broken. Romans saw that their kingdom had become too great for themselves to rule, so they decided to split it up into 10 kingdoms. This is what the Romans did. They split it up into 10 kingdoms that eventually fell apart because some of those kingdoms were strong, like iron toes, and some of those kingdoms that they made were weak, and Daniel went into more detail about the toes of those, those kingdoms where he said in verse 43, you saw the iron mixed with clay, they shall not mingle together. They shall mingle themselves the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. The problem with the Roman Empire was that they shall not cleave one to another. So in the end, the dissension that happened within the Roman Empire from this division of the government, and then they formed different groups to try to make decisions. They had the Senate, the Roman Senate, they had the people, they had the nobles, they had the commoners, and they all couldn't get an agreement as to what should be done. And so this is where the they shall not, they shall not cleave one to another. But then God tells Daniel that something amazing was going to happen, and that was that during this kingdom, something was gonna happen. And he said that in verse 44, in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and shall stand forever. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher Tom Cantor here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.